0: Welcome to Burn News Current Affairs Podcast with Christopher Famous. Listen at your leisure on www.burnnews.com.
1: Good day, everybody. This is Chris Famous. I'm here for Burn News, And today we're going to uh, talk about what's most important to Bermuda, or one of the things that's most important to Bermuda the economy, which is uh, IB, also known as International Business. And today my guests are Mr. George Hutchings and Mr. Cyril Ritter, and I'll allow these gentlemen
0: to introduce themselves. Thank you very much, Chris. Uh, yes, my name is George Hutchings and I work for Oil Insurance Limited. Um, I'm an SBBP, uh, Chief Operating Officer of the company, and my responsibility is managing the underwriting claims activities uh, of the organization and uh, as well as the marketing activities.
2: My name is Cyril Witter. I am the president and CEO of Independent Management Limited. Uh, we specialize in managing insurance companies, and I've been working in international business since I was 20 years old. So tell me,
1: Mr. Witter, as you speak to Bermudians, tell us why does why does IB matter to Bermuda?
2: Well, international business has evolved in such a way that it's become the primary driver in our economy. We employ a significant number of Bermudians in international business. There are actually more Bermudians um, in international business than, than non-Bermudians. More than 54 percent of all IB employees are Bermudian. Um, the IB employers, uh, employees are very significant con- contributors to the economy, the average IB employee contributes something like over $100,000 a year into the Bermuda economy. Um, It's just um, right now, given the state of our economy, with tourism not being as strong as it was historically, international business has sort of picked up that slack and it's become, it's probably driving in excess of 60, 70 percent of our economy.
1: Okay, Um, so would you say how many Bermudians,
2: you say, benefit from IB? My judgment is that, first of all, directly in IB, you've got Bermudians um, being employed mm-hmm. um, over, you know, 54%. If you add spouses of Bermudians, the number is over 61%, and then you've got another 6,000 jobs um, that are in the support companies that in international business requires. Mm -hmm. Um, and about 60% of those jobs are held by Bermudians. And so in the first instance, um, you've got somewhere in the region of, call it 6,000 jobs that are either, that are reliant on IB either directly or immediately indirectly. On top of that, if you recognize that IB is pumping most of the economy, what you realize is that jobs in sectors all across Bermuda. Mm -hmm. are reliant on IB to a great degree. And so the benefit of international business to Bermudians is quite substantial as the impact of international business just ripples through the entire economy. So would you say the claim that every Bermudian benefits from international business somehow is true? I would say that... um, Maybe not every last Bermudian benefiting from international business, but I would say that perhaps somewhere in the region of 80% of the Bermudian population is being impacted materially by international business. Mm
0: -hmm.
2: So, um, Mr. Hutchins, to you now,
1: um, would you say that there... careers or what sort of careers are there for Bermudians in IB?
0: Sure. Now, there are plenty of opportunities for uh, Bermudians to get involved in IB. And uh, the first thing that I think everybody needs to understand is to get involved in international business. Education is a very key component of that, all right? And um, once they are educated, uh, there are plenty of opportunities, either directly or indirectly. And what I mean by that is directly would be Uh, working for an insurance, reinsurance, or an investment management company. Indirectly might mean working in a law firm, an accounting firm, an actuarial or consulting, IT. All of those entities or all of those businesses directly contribute to international business. And all of those can actually lead if the ultimate goal of an individual is to get involved in one of the international businesses themselves. So just because an individual doesn't start off uh, with an international business uh, entity, it can a person can make its way uh, uh, there uh, through uh, getting an accounting degree, getting an actuarial degree, whatever it may be, and then moving on later on in their career.
1: Okay, let me ask a question back to the education. Would you say it's more important to get a degree as an associate's Bachelor's, Master's, or uh, designation specific
0: It's all of the above. It depends really what you want to do. Mm. Um, uh, You know, often I get Bermudians who come talk to me and say, what should I do to prepare myself for international business? And I tell them, first of all, go to the best school you can get into, Mm -hmm. and you can afford, and from there, uh, make a concerted effort while you're in school to get involved and work in summer jobs where available, uh, that contribute to your understanding of what actually may take place. But, um, you, know, it, you know, everybody is different and you can't necessarily say everybody should get the exact same degree or, or so forth. I'm a firm believer in uh, you don't necessarily need to specialize early on, but you may need to specialize once you become employed and that might be getting your CPCU, getting your actuarial designation, whatever it may be. So education is not something that stops at the time you uh, begin work, but actually continues throughout your entire career. All right. Um, just
1: feeding off of the education, because I think that's very, as Mr. Hutchins said, that's very pivotal. Um, I read a, an article um, speaking to the fact that in the BVI, they are educating the children in high school on the merits of financial services and what they can do to get involved in financial services. Uh, is, uh, is IB here doing the same sort of things, Vida? Uh,
2: well, what's interesting about that is that the Association of Bermuda International Companies has been working heavily with the Ministry of Education and with the public schools over the last year plus to make sure that the economics that is being taught in the public system includes a lot of information on international business. Um, The end game is to change the curriculum in the senior high schools so that, and even in the middle schools, so that any student that leaves the two senior high schools in Bermuda It is pretty much guaranteed that they, number one, know that international business exists in Bermuda Bermuda and that it is extremely critical to our economy. Number two, that there are a whole slew of career opportunities in international business, that those students, as they leave the public system, understand what those career opportunities are and the path that they need to take post high school in order to partake of those opportunities. And so we have been working extensively with the Bermuda government through the ministry and through the schools to, um, to make sure that um, that is perfected. Yeah, and, and Cyril, that's
0: an excellent point and I think that's exactly right. The one thing that I would say to individuals too is the two most important skill sets that somebody can develop Uh, in in preparing for international business is being analytically minded and having great communication skills. So whatever path, be it a physics major, be it a math major, be it an economics major, uh, be it a a communications uh, major, make sure those two skill sets are the ones that you actually uh, really uh, um, uh, put a lot of effort into because uh, analytical mind and clear communication capabilities are great steps to success.
2: Just one, just one addition to this, um, we started with the public system, the Association of Bermuda International Companies and the Ministry of Education. What we will do is once we get it perfected in the public system, we will move across to the private schools as well to make sure that our Bermudian children that are coming through the private system, that all of them have access to this knowledge too. Okay, um, just pivoting slightly. What,
1: for those who don't know, who aren't on the inside, those of us who are on the outside looking in, how would you describe the state of IAB in Bermuda right now? Is it growing, shrinking? We, hear, we constantly hear of the M&A, um, the, the mergers and acquisitions. How has that panned out
2: for the industry over the last 24 months? Well, you know what's interesting is that um the mergers and acquisitions have been a concern because as you merge organizations, there's almost invariably um some layoffs that occur. Fortunately in Bermuda, um IB is really gaining gaining some decent traction. The numbers in the last two years show an increase. Um what you'll hear is that it went from something like thirty seven hundred in um 2013 up to thirty nine hundred. Mm-hmm in 2014, which is a 200 percent increase. The exact numbers are about a 169 percent increase. We've analyzed those numbers and we're really, really thankful to find out that the majority of that 169 increase was Bermudians, which is really, really t- terrific to see. It was a slim majority, um, probably something like 51% of that um, 169 increase was Bermudians. But if you had spouses of Bermudians, that number gets closer to let's say 55, 56% um, of that increase was Bermudians and spouses. And so it's number one great to see that international business is employing more people in Bermuda, number one. But it's also great to see that as employment an in international business increases the Bermudians employed by international business are in, are increasing at a larger number than the than the greater pool. Okay, Mr. Um, Mr. Hutchins, thank you, Mr. Hutchins. What would you attribute to that growth?
0: Uh, the growth in terms of the uh, number of people, the uh, the activities of the uh, of international business, both. Um, A lot of it has got to do with Bermuda continues to be an attractive domicile for organizations to set up new businesses. So certainly the number of businesses have increased, where perhaps we have lost some people in the existing businesses because of the mergers, we are still attracting new companies. Um, and, And quite frankly, too, the growth in international business is also a function of the growth of Insurance, reinsurance, investment management, and all the other um, uh, activities that take place in international business. So, as the rest of the world grows, you're going to see, to a certain extent, some growth coming out of international business as well. Okay.
2: I would be remiss if I did not mention the Bermuda Business Development Agency at this particular point in time because we have created here in Bermuda a business development engine for international business. And that engine was created around 2011, somewhere thereabouts, 2012. And their job is to go out and drive business into the international business sector in Bermuda. And there's no question that through the last several years they are starting to slowly gain traction, and their activities in driving business into Bermuda has certainly been helpful. So
1: um, given uh,
2: recent... I
1: won't say revelations, I wouldn't call the names, but would you say that there are challenges to IBM Bermuda, Mr. Hutchins?
0: Sure, you have, you know, when you look at international business, uh, there are two things that we should be concerned about. There are internal challenges and external challenges. What you have just mentioned is actually external challenges. Um, but let me just talk a little bit about internal challenges first. Bermuda can manage Internal challenges. It is well within their capabilities of being able to make sure that the environment is conducive to operating international businesses here, uh, that we produce uh, educated workforce, uh, that the political parties support international business, uh, that the community supports it. So all of those things are very much within our grass and we can manage. It's the external challenges, which are the perhaps the ones that are uh, uh, Bermuda is at greatest risk for, because those are things, for the most part, we have little influence over. And uh, those are the ones that we need to spend a lot of time on. And so uh, when you think about what Bermuda does, uh, we should do whatever we can on the internal to make international business as... Uh, comfortable within certain limitations as it can be, Uh, and then we should do and work uh, with our global partners uh, to make sure that the external challenges don't actually uh, undermine all the good work that has uh, been created over the last 20 or 30 years in building up international business here in Bermuda.
1: Okay, thank you. Mr. Riddle, I'm going to give you a hypothetical question. You have at your table the leader of the opposition, whoever that may be, the leader of the government, whoever that may be. What would you say to both persons, representative of the organizations, what would you say that IB needs to ensure stability?
2: I would say to the leaders of the two current political parties, uh, first of all, I would thank them because I am cognizant of the fact that both parties recognize the significance of international business in Bermuda. So I have to first acknowledge that they get it. They understand that international business must be supported. I would say that from the perspective of both parties, they have done effectively what they have needed to do through the last, call it 15, 20 years. Um, in order to support us, and what they have done, um, both political parties is to con- is to continue to support international business, continue to ensure that we have the legal infrastructure that international business needs in order to function. Um, basically, if I had a if I had a singular request for them, my request for them would be to cease and desist as relates to partisanship. Um, to the extent that they can, because we have a sort of a system that is sort of, you know, confrontational by design. But, but that's, but, that's you know, international. <laughs> that, that might be true, but in a small community like Bermuda, Bermuda is effectively a small town. And so what we really need is for um, as much cooperation as possible as we try to um, take a small community and make that small community prosper, but... As I said initially, um, the political parties get it. They really do, and they've been very, very supportive of IB.
1: Let me th- ask one other question,
2: one other question on that
1: vein. Has there ever been a vehicle um, where you have had representatives of both parties sitting down together and representatives from IB speaking to them at the same time?
2: So my answer to that question is that I'm not 100% sure about that. Where we've actually sort of brought everybody together um, to take a look at that. Actually, you know what? Bermuda First. Bermuda First was an entity where everybody was brought together. They weren't, Bermuda First wasn't looking specifically at international business. It was looking at the whole of the Bermuda economy, but international business being such a dramatic majority of that hill, um that was the situation where you had everybody sitting down together. That was with Sir John Swan and Paula Cox, I think, Paula yeah. Cox at the
1: time. Yeah, I believe so. All right. And um, in closing up, gentlemen, thank you for sparing me 20 minutes or your time. Uh, Mr. Hutchins, what, what message would you give to Bermudians and, I was going say Bermudians, to anyone who's listening, what message would you like to close this with?
0: Uh, Well, first of all, I would say I think Bermuda is very, very fortunate in terms of the position we're in right now, uh, given the level of activity in international businesses here. So as a Bermudian, um, I kind of want to thank international business for being part of this community. But from a Bermudian's perspective, I want to say, too, that international business is something which is very important to the island. Uh, And one thing that everybody needs to really understand is that international business doesn't actually, quote-unquote, operate in Bermuda the way some people may think. It actually operates in the rest of the world. And so what international, uh, international business needs is a framework that allows it to compete on a worldwide basis. And so that, those are the kind of standards that Bermuda needs to live up to, to make sure that international business will continue to uh, prosper. And that perhaps is the most important thing for all Bermudians to understand, is that giving them a platform that is competitive on a global stage is by far the most important
2: issue to keep in mind.
1: Thank you. And over to you, Mr. Little.
2: So you would like me to comment on the same question?
1: Yes, what what message would you
2: impart to anyone who's listening? I think the most important message we've been working on a campaign for the last few years and the most important message that I would put out there is international business does not function in Bermuda in a vacuum. Everybody in Bermuda has a part to play. You know, the customs offices at the airport, the immigration offices, the taxi drivers, the the people that check my clients in up at the hotel, the restaurants, the people that work in them, where my clients go and eat. Everybody has a role to play in ensuring that this sector of our economy that's so important to the country remains very, very strong. Okay. Well, Jan, I want to thank you
1: for your time, and I hope to uh, talk to you all again soon. Thank you very much. Thank
0: you, Chris. No problem. Thank you for tuning in to Burn News Current Affairs podcast with Christopher Famous. Listen at your leisure on
2: www.burnnews.com.
0: Your 24/7 Bermuda news source.